Thomas did not know I was with the child. I wanted to tell him, Meg. I waited. I kept waiting for the right time. We'd never planned or dreamed of this. I know I am with child, perhaps at five weeks from conception. I know I do not bleed when the new moon rises. My breasts are tender, deliciously tender, bursting into ripeness. My body is flowing with ichor, rich and intoxicating. I do not share this news with you, Thomas. You still unsure of your role as husband, uncertain of your duty as soldier. Indeed, you are not yet fearless as a lover. You, my beautiful soldier, my handsome young prince. You would be overwhelmed. I feel certain of that. There is plenty of time. Yes, and to imagine that you might discover the changes in me, that your fingers will find my breasts more tender, that this knowing is a boost to your pride and courage. You too could feel the thrill surging through my body as you kiss me. That you would come to know me. Come to know us. Would you know? Would you ever come to know? We can wait. I can wait. Can you keep a secret? I don't suppose you can. You mustn't laugh. You mustn't cry. But do the best you can. Journey. June 1787. June the 4th to the 5th. I try to ride the rolling gladness of the other women. In groups we board the longboat to walk on land at Tenerife. Thomas still caught inside me. I murmur silently to you. A feast day, guns saluting. I still can barely speak. 7th of June, I cover dull grief and find some words. A forced, faint smile, the women my new kindred, alien all, yet so kind. Masking of my feeling well in check, they unwind and ease closer to me. Head high, I rise. Widow, woman of broken mind. 
9th of June. We're at sea again, a peaceable camaraderie intact. I'm through the storm, like this calm and shining sea. Perhaps the worst behind me, my joy buried deep inside me, turning, sailing between two islands to the open sea. Fifteenth of June, we cross the line. I cross the line. I observe the usual ceremony of water, oil and barber's knife. <laughs> Hilarity, taunting, ritual. How you would have hated these moments, my dear one. Tropic of Cancer. A strange and cruel line. June 20th to 30th. Most days there is rain and it softens my heart. I too can cry. Weep in the rain for you, Thomas. And to jolt me awake and onward, a display of thunder and lightning, how we both would revel in the current coursing through us. Journey, two weeks in July, 1787. The first of July. And in the night it comes again, rolling reels of echoing pain. It strangely calms my aching heart to hear that woman screaming. Then that sweet and startled cry, just before dawn. Another baby born, a new one bound for a new land. Through July, clear crisp wind on deck and I loosen my hair and watch for hours the changing light of sky and sea. I see dolphins leaping my heart leaps with them, as I used to be. Another child delivered on board, that's three, and yet me. Twelfth of July, a death, a baby nine weeks old born just days before we left Portsmouth. Failure to thrive at sea. Thomas, I promise you we will thrive. We all gather to mourn and mark the passing. I am not prepared for this ritual. A burial at sea. 13th to 15th of July. Precious bundle, sliding down into the deep. The 
torment in my dreams. Others knocked off kilter, take to liquor, and unease after tragedy in a space so confined. Then we cross the equator, another line I pretend to be gladdened by. I should have stayed to bury you. I could not stay to bury you. I ran away. I ran away. I ran away to see oceans of grief and fury. But you abandoned me. Meg, I whisper as once again we sip Warbora around the fire. I could have saved him. Sweet Eliza, do not discomfort yourself with these regrets. Her soft, knowing eyes on me as I read. And if I'd stopped you, if I'd jumped from our bed, if I'd stood and barred the door. You're not leaving, Thomas. This you must stay and hear. I am with child. You will be a father. Your queen is with child. Come and kneel before me. Come. Kiss the royal belly. Come and feel our royal air. You are to be a father. I may have slowed you on your path. Would you still have left me there? A short delay, a twist of fate. Altered time, different space. Journey, last week's in July, 1787. Fair weather, I find I go on deck as I'm able. I like to watch the men reel in fish, sometimes big as half a table length. Such fertile waters. Thomas, like a tiny, tumbling starfish, I feel our baby move, here on equatorial sea. 24th July. Such fair weather. Then a jolly boat slips from its booms and with heavy speed slides and smashes into a woman violently to the head. She falls hard with the force, senseless. Alive or dead, no one can tell. Life, then calamity as we sail. The 28th of July. 
Heavy rain lashes our ship with a swirling, violent wind. Days and long, unbroken nights. The creaking and the coursing of our ship is discomposing. Yet I feel our baby, Thomas, tumbling deep inside of me, rolling in these giant seas. You needed pens and paper. I should have known. You are always scribbling. Tomorrow we will leave. Who knows when or where you will next find your supply. And we never disagree. Always one to another, we allow all the space we need. We are kindred. I never question your motives, your needs or deliberations. Our visions and our dreams, our shared passion for ideas, you allow my freedom. Thirtieth of July. The poor woman convict has died of the injury to her head. Another burial at sea. Ceremony is still somber. So alone, hapless one, sliding down into the deep. As the sun, giant fiery disc is wheeling, slipping beyond our horizon. <laughs>